I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. A decade-running telecom case is coming back to the Supreme Court for a hearing today. I'm talking about the one-time spectrum fee or the OTSF case, and the outcome of this case will decide if debt-ridden Vodafone will be in more trouble or get a breather. But before we dive into the details and implications, let's brush up on the background info. So here's what had happened: the government's control over the nation's airwaves ceased in 1994. So naturally the action allowed for the entry of private players into the airspace and the government began to make a lot of money however almost after two decades a significant portion of the nation's population learned more about these spectrum allocations you're correct if you're thinking of the 2G scam the 2G scam caused a furor because it was believed that the sale of the spectrum was allegedly conducted without using a transparent auction process or taking into account market prices a raja who served as the department's minister at that time even spent 15 months in tihar jail just for it so what the supreme court did was that it cancelled the licenses of 122 telecom companies in 2012 concluding that airwaves are public goods that are best used through an auction and then in the wake of the 2g scam the upa government decided to impose otsc So now after the one time spectrum charge was levied the department of telecommunications or dot sent notices to telecom operators asking them to pay up but the telecom companies challenged the move at the telecom dispute settlement and appellate tribunal or tdsat thankfully the tdsat ruled in their favor not that it waived off the fees but its ruling drastically reduced the amount This was especially a big win for Vodafone which would have otherwise owed the government over rupees 3000 crores. But of course, the government was relentless and went knocking on the gates of the Supreme Court. Now here's where things stand. Although the Apex Court had ruled that the demand should remain unchanged, the government had hinted that it might withdraw the demand entirely. And that's mostly because of the immense financial strain that the most of the telecom companies are in, barring Reliance Jio. In the event that the dot actually drops its appeal, Bharti Airtel and Vodafone Idea will be breathing a sigh of relief, especially Vodafone Idea, which is currently heavily indebted and almost on the brink of bankruptcy. However, if dot does not drop the appeal, it may significantly increase the debts of telcos to the tune of about rupees forty thousand crores. In that case, we might have to bid adieu to Vodafone Idea. For the next few minutes you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. Hi, I'm Manaswini, your host for today's episode. And here is the deep dive for November 11th, 2022. What did I say yesterday? Anything can happen at any time in the world of crypto. In the last episode, for those who missed it, just a quick TLDR. We had talked about the downfall of the crypto exchange FTX and its owner SBF. Binance had decided to step in and bail out FTX. But before our episode could even go live, a lot had already shifted in the story. So here we are with the latest developments. 
If you haven't listened to the previous episode of The Signal Daily yet, you might want to check it out first and then get back to the new updates of the FTX crisis. So now, moving on with the story. After all the Twitter announcements from both the SBF and Binance CEO Zhao, aka CZ, on reaching a non-binding deal to buy FTX's non-US business unit, that is FTX.com, for an undisclosed amount and rescuing FTX from the liquidity crunch blah blah, Binance pulled off an Elon Musk's U-turn on the FTX and decided not to go ahead with the bailout after all. This means that FTX is back to square one, that is, on the brink of collapse once again. What's CZ's excuse? Well, reports on mishandled customer funds and alleged US agency investigations. Now, there's more to talk about the investigations by US regulators, so we will come back to it in a bit. But for now, according to a Bloomberg report, SBF has told his investors that the company is facing a cash crunch of up to $8 billion from all withdrawal requests that it's been getting from its customers. They have been warned that the company might have to file for bankruptcy if it doesn't get the emergency funding. And looks like SBF is running out of options and getting more and more desperate. Is this going to be part two of the Lehman Brothers case or what? Well, let's hope not. So now, SBF has apologized for this big mess. In a message to his staff, he wrote, I am deeply sorry that we got into this place and for my role in it. That's on me and me alone. And it sucks and I'm sorry. Not that it makes it any better. Well, honestly, if you ask me, CEOs apologizing for big blunders or firing employees is becoming a trend now. Although I'm not sure if it's exactly effective. But as if all of this isn't trouble enough for FTX, now there's news of a probe by US Securities and Exchange Commission and the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. According to a report on Bloomberg, these US regulators are investigating whether this hard-pressed crypto exchange mishandled customer funds. They are also probing the relationship with its sister company Alameda Research as well with the FTX US. As we had explained yesterday, Alameda Research has been in a soup since Coindesk reported that its balance sheet is loaded with FTT, which is neither a fiat currency nor a crypto, but simply FTX's native token. Now, although full details of this probe isn't available yet, the report said that this investigation into FTX lending activities started months ago. They are looking into details of ownership structure of FTX.com and FTX US, their financial relationships, possibilities of overlaps between management and board structure, etc. And if the regulators happen to sniff out any fraudulent activities, such as FTX violating securities laws by offering unregistered securities to Americans or improperly providing loans, then they can take action. Pretty messy. Perhaps it does make sense that Binance backed out of the deal. But as a result of this mayhem, the cryptocurrency market has been falling for consecutive days. It fell below $1 trillion overnight. Bitcoin is trading lower than $16,287, its lowest since 2020. Ether also fell down by more than 10% to $1,166. Well, for now, this is a developing story. So watch out for more updates and have a great weekend ahead. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written, researched and produced by me, Manaswini, and my colleague, Shorbari, edited by Venkatanand. 
मास्टर्ड एंड मिक्स बाय अजय राजपूत यू कैन कैस दिस पॉडकास्ट एवरी मॉर्निंग ऑन स्पॉटिफाई एपल एमेजॉन प्राइम म्यूजिक गूगल पॉडकास्ट और वेर एवर यू लिसन टू योर पॉडकास्ट वी आर दिग्नल डॉट को ऑन इंस्टाग्राम लिंकड इन एंड ट्विटर